The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. After John had been arrested, Jesus went into Galilee. There he proclaimed the good news from God. The time has come, he said, and the kingdom of God is close at hand. Repent and believe the good news. As he was walking along by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net in the lake, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you into fishers of men. And at once they left their nets and followed him. Going on a little further, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They too were in their boat, mending their nets. He called them at once, and leaving their father Zebedee in the boat with the men he employed, they went after him. The Gospel of the Lord. Once there was a village known for its notorious crime record, murders, robbery, sorcery, and whatnot, all that you could imagine of. A sage went to this particular village, wanting to convert this village and the people. The sage was not welcomed, as usual, and they looked at him differently, and they started mocking at him, throwing dirty waters at him, spitting on him, but all that the sage could do was wear a smile, wipe the dirt water, and just walk away. He remained very calm. And there was this particular man, very influential in the village, who was the man behind all this, all this mockery and insult at this sage. He admired at the calmness of this sage. No matter what we did, the sage remained calm and composed. And his calmness, his composure, and his devotion attracted many people to him, one by one. The first among them was the man who spat on him, who threw the dirty water at him, this influential village man. And slowly, people one by one began to accept him and began to become his disciples. That they could soon experience the conversion, the peace, the harmony among the villager, the men and women of the village. Until everyone in the village became his disciples and the sage accepted.
my dear sisters and brothers this is the story of this sage who were committed in converting these people to bring harmony and brotherhood and goodness in the village and this is the story of many missionaries who set sail to different countries different part of the world and set foot in different lands they were not accepted they were rejected they were mocked at they were insulted and finally people began to accept and people began to convert have conversion of heart and people began to accept the first and the best missionary in the world is jesus and the same story holds true of jesus too jesus begins his ministry in and around galilee and how does he begin he begins his ministry with a sense of urgency in his call for conversion the kingdom of god is at hand therefore repent and believe in the gospel why is this call for conversion and this comes across as a bold and courageous statement from jesus christ as he begins his ministry because he knew that people were living in sinfulness people were missing the mark and people were missing the link between earth and heaven and therefore this urgency of call to conversion we see it in the first reading how jonah was sent to the people of nineveh because people at nineveh even though it is a great city but they were living in sinfulness today not the village that i told you but many cities many countries are promoting sinfulness attracting sinfulness tempting people to fall into sin and one such city was nineveh and people were living in utter selfishness in sinfulness not accepting god not living the way that god wanted them to live therefore jonah was sent and god planned to destroy the whole city of nineveh but luckily fortunately people put on sackcloth and they repented and god spared them god changed his mind his heart so we can change god's mind and god's heart of punishment when we are taking the effort to come out of our sinfulness to lead a good life the first reading said that god saw their effort it is not that all of them converted it is not that everyone changed from their sinful life no but god saw their effort and he did not punish them 
He did not inflict on them the disaster, to be, uh, to be precise. That's what God expects from each one of us when you say, repent and believe in the gospel. That means we cannot go on doing the same thing that we do. We need to pause at some point of our life and take a U-turn, have a kenosis of our life. St. Paul also reassures in the second reading that the second coming of Jesus Christ is imminent. What does that mean? That means it's very near. We do not have enough time at hand. And we will not have the world that we have now that will pass away. So therefore, he's telling us, those who are wives, those who have husbands, live as though you have none. Those who are busy, buying and selling and doing shopping, live as though you have none. For this world will pass away. And the time is imminent. The time has already come. So again, there is a sense of urgency. In the second reading, St. Paul tells us. And Jesus too, in the gospel today, he tells us the kingdom of God is at hand. But sadly, my dear sisters and brothers, we hear this repeatedly and we don't see the kingdom coming. And that gives room for laxity, for procrastination. And as the government announced when we were locked down, confined to the rooms, that there will be lockdown after a week or after two days, if God has to announce that the kingdom of God is coming tomorrow, I don't know even then how many of us would change our ways, our lifestyle. My dear sisters and brothers, Jesus calls us for a conversion of heart. And for that, we need to have a personal experience. St. Paul was destroying Christians, those who believed in Jesus Christ, until on the way to Damascus. And he was going in the same way, same journey, in order to destroy, kill Christians the believers, until he made a U-turn after the encounter with Jesus Christ. So he went on the way to Damascus and he made a U-turn and he became the second best missionary in the world after Jesus Christ. Proclaiming Jesus, calling people for conversion and that is why he writes this letter to the Corinthians asking them to change their ways to have conversion of heart. Many times we live our life, we walk in the same way, we make the same journey, but there are times where we come to God, in the sacrament of reconciliation, to the mass, to the Eucharistic celebration, and we have an experience with Jesus, with the divine, believing that we have to make that U-turn and become his true disciples. But we fail. So confession, Eucharistic celebration, any divine intervention should be a point of conversion of heart. And in doing so, Jesus required a team of people. So he chooses his first disciples. He just doesn't pick them at random. He prayed over. He reflected, he spent enough time in prayer with his father, then he comes and chooses them. He saw the potential in the candidates, 
and he saw whether they were willing to learn from him and he also saw in them the capacity to grow in faith all of us may have all these three and that is why Jesus has called you and me to be a Christian to be his follower to be a Christian and to be the close associate of Jesus Christ means both a privilege and the responsibility it is a privilege that we all belong to Jesus family we are called as brothers and sisters and the disciples followers of Christ the Christians priests religious the ministers the volunteers everything has got a privilege and also comes with responsibility what is the responsibility the responsibility is that we have a mission at hand the mission begins with personal conversion my dear sisters and brothers many a times we point fingers at others and say my husband has to change my wife has to change my son my daughter my children oh my parents terrible but when are we going to say that I have to change that I have to have conversion of heart it is not the others but I have to change only then we can say that I am ready for personal conversion personal repentance along with faith then we set out on a mission mission to share that experience to share that conversion experience with others the first person who shared with me his own personal experience is in Singapore in Singapore is a man a middle-aged man how he gave into drinking too much and he used to go and question Jesus beat the sacred art picture he used to beat the sacred art picture in the drunken state now totally changed totally changed not even a drop of alcohol but very devout had a complete reverse experience conversion and that has helped him to bear witness to others and that is what Jesus expects from each one of us you come have experience with me then go and share that experience that's what the missionaries did that's what Saint Paul did and that's what all the early missionaries did and made us Christians now the honest is with us that we need to go and do likewise we need to have conversion of heart simply making use of the sacrament of reconciliation simply making use of the Eucharist will not help us to move far it is only a change in our attitude in our perspective in our lifestyle and having a conversion of heart will help us to have a new conversion so therefore my dear sisters and brothers as we participate in this Holy Eucharist the source and summit of every Christian life which gives us the strength and the courage to go out as a missionary share our experience Jesus invites us to have that repentance conversion of heart and proclaim the gospel and bring people back to God 
In our lifetime, my dear sisters and brothers, let us take a vow. At least one person we bring to Jesus. In our lifetime, at least one person by sharing our life through life and witness like that sage did in the story that I have told you.